All right, is it John chapter 19, verse 20, verse 28, up to verse, um, up to verse 30. I'll just read those words once again, and it's the word that the Lord has laid upon my heart, and we shall share it briefly, all for the glory of his name. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. I want you to read that, to listen to that very clearly. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. Knowing that all things were now accomplished. I want you to hold on to that particular word. Knowing that all things were now accomplished. That scripture might be fulfilled. That Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished. That, G that, that scripture might be fulfilled. The fulfillment of scripture is based on the fact that all things are accomplished. And he says, Jesus, knowing that all things were accomplished, now all things were accomplished, that scripture might be fulfilled, he said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there. And they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it in, on high soap, and put it to his mouth. So that Jesus, and so when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. It is finished. It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. Praise God. Now, one thing that I want us to realize as the Lord calls us, realize the mission that we have as Hope Community Church West London, that is to reach out in the Commission that the God, the Lord has given unto us to share the love of God, to share the gospel of the Lord Jesus. Each one of us, we are a witness. And I want you to rise up and commit yourself to that particular aspect. God is depending on you as is depending on me. You are his mouthpiece, I am his mouthpiece. And every service that you provide here, in whatsoever area, whether it is in the cafe, whether it is in the main service, whether it is a Sunday school, in the worship, in the young adults uh, group, in the ladies in the main, in each and every particular area, the Lord wants you to be a witness, be an extension, just like our brother Jimmy again has shared there, be an extension to, uh, for, to help somebody to come and see the light, to come and see this grace, as our brother J has said, we are lights. Let your light shine wherever it is that you are as a witness to draw somebody to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you remember at the beginning of the year, we put it that, you know, make a point for yourself that you're on the line and those ones who are here. That this year I must shine my light at least to somebody, some man or some woman somewhere. That they may be able to come into a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ for the glory of God. That as our sister Leah has shared with us, she was how happy she got baptized, you know, that one year ago. That that will happen to somebody in our midst, as we say, that we will baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That in Jesus' name we may teach them the ways of Jesus. They may become disciples and go out and bring others also for the glory of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Now today, as we remember the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and just the scripture that we have read, we have the greatest news today, is one of the things that we can as well tell ourselves. And we can also say that you know, we have the greatest news tomorrow. Not only today, we have also the greatest news tomorrow. And likewise, we can declare, 
we have the greatest news of all times. That Jesus is alive. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and tell him, Jesus is alive. Come on, speak as somebody who knows that truly Jesus is alive. He's not dead. He is alive. Hallelujah. So I declare that and say that, you know, we have the greatest news. It is news that God has placed in your heart. It's better than CNN, better than Fox, better than BBC, better than, you know, Sky, name it all over, whatever it is that they might be able to say. You are the best news broadcaster of all time. Jesus is alive. Hallelujah. It makes all the difference for the glory of God. And blessed are you if you catch the revelation of this message. That particular news that Jesus is alive. Blessed are you because a revolution or an awakening begins or starts in your life. When you grasp and you understand and you get to know the real meaning of that particular, that particular message that Jesus is alive. And why? Hear what he say, tells us in verse 28 of that, of that John 19. He says that after this, Jesus knowing that all things were accomplished. Now we realize in that scripture it says how many things were accomplished. Just hold on to that thought. How many things were accomplished? He says he the son of God knowing that all, all. A-O-N-A-L-L. All things. All things were accomplished. And why were all things accomplished? He says all things were accomplished because he had paid him in full. He paid in full. That is, he has paid whatever it is that you owe. He had paid it in full so that you are not to be a fool anymore to the devil. You are not to be a fool anymore to the devil for him to toss you up and down as a punching ball and to use you whatever way that he wants to use you. That's why Jesus comes up and he says, knowing that all things were accomplished, it is a great, great opportunity for you and for me to grasp the meaning of what he is telling us, the scripture is telling us in that particular place. And the issue is here that you and I, we owe God a duty to make sure that everything that Jesus paid for, you receive it in full. You don't receive half of it. He wants you and your family and those around you to be able to receive it in full. And I pray that may you receive that grace to know that you have that duty, I have that duty. You have that assignment to be able to make sure that what he has paid for you receive it in full. Think about it as you sit there and start think of it. Have I received it in full? Or is it still wanting outside there? That divine purpose that God has for you and for me, and those that are your scripture, is to make sure that all that Jesus paid for in your life, you receive it in full for the glory of God. That is the heartbeat of the Father. He didn't do it as a game or to play around. He did it so that you and I, we may be able to benefit fully from what it is that he has done. And realize he goes on in the political place that, you know, it is real that scripture might be fulfilled. 
in you receiving full what God has ordained and planned and purposed for you, it is an aspect of the fulfillment of Scripture. That is the desire of God. He says, heaven and earth may pass away, but not a title of what it is that he has spoken shall fall to the ground. Praise God. And so he wants you and I to make up our mind that by the grace of God, it's not by might, not by power, but by the grace of God, I will position myself in this particular grace to make sure that I receive what God has ordained and he has set forth for me in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus wants to see that all he paid for in your life is received in full. And he wants to see that all he paid for in your life is manifested in you and in me for the glory of God. And if it is not being manifested in me, it's not being manifested in you. It is not his fault. It has something to do with me. It has something to do with you. And it is for us to go back to him and cry out unto him, Father, open mine eyes that I may see. Open my ears that I may hear. Open my hardened heart that I may be able to believe and receive what it is that your son has availed for me. Isaiah 53 verse 11 says something very interesting. He says that he will see the travail of his labor and he will be satisfied. In the scripture where a uh, bro uh, brother had read and the uh, uh, also re re referred, referred to it. That, you know, in prayer that, you know, but he, as he says that, you know, the chastisement of, of our peace was upon him. By these wounds we are, we, we are healed. Oh, we like sheep have gone astray. And the Lord has laid the iniquity of us all on him. Now he goes on finally in verse 11 of that chapter 53 of Isaiah. And he says he will see the travail of his labor. Or he will see the travail of his soul. And he will be satisfied. Now I want you as you sit there and as I stand here, I want you to ask yourself and think about it. That have I, you know, when he looks at the travail of his soul, when he looks at the suffering that he went through as he hung there at Calvary, is he satisfied with what he sees? When he looks at my life, is he satisfied with what it is that he sees? Or oh, he's seeing me as the one that he suffered for. And yet I am living a life that is nowhere near what it is that he suffered for. And what it is that he paid for in full. So that you and I, we may be free. Jesus wants to see you healed by his stripes. That is one of the travails of his soul. He suffered so that you and I might be healed. He wants you to enjoy the benefits of the sin that he took on himself. That travail of him paying a debt that he never owed. It is a debt you and I owed. We were the ones who were guilty. But he decided in that travail, he chose that I will go and I will pay that particular debt for these beloved ones that I love. There is a divine turnaround that the Lord is looking for and is hoping to be manifested in you, in you, and in me, in the name of the Lord Jesus. It is a shaking to wake us up, to realize, where am I? When he looks on me, is he truly satisfied that what he did there at Calvary was worth it all? 
You know, look at it, you know, there is the, 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 this greatest payment that the Lord had done and he had paid for us. He made a way so that you and I could be freed from the bondage of sin and from the slavery of Satan. He paid that particular price. And I want you to ask yourself, when he looks down, that is he satisfied with what it is that he did. In the place where you and I, we were nobodies, where Satan had all the right to do with us whatever he wanted and whatever he liked, where hell was waiting for us, that one day it will burn us up because we were living in rebellion and we were corrupt. We were an abomination before God. Yet Jesus comes and reverses it. And he says, no, it shall not be. And he goes on in verse, nine, verse 29, in that place that we have, we have read. We have said that knowing that all things were accomplished, think of it, all things were accomplished. He says that scripture might be fulfilled. He said, I thirst. Then in verse 29, he goes on and says, Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on high soap, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said some powerful words. Now I want you to go back to Genesis before we read the words that he said. Remember in Genesis when he opened his mouth, the Lord opened his mouth, he said, let there be. That was sufficient. And everything he named after that became. Order came out of chaos at the command of his voice, at the command of his word. And here he hangs there at Calvary, the express image of God the Father. The full manifestation in whom the fullness of God dwells and abides. The one in whom the Father had found a dwelling place. And his lips were the express lips of the Father himself. He opens his mouth and the word of God says, He said, it is finished. Those are the words of God. Remember I said once again what he did in Genesis. And I want you to bring that particular picture in this particular place where he proclaims it is finished. It is finished. That is, as we celebrate the resurrection, remember, let your mind keep on going back to those particular words. It is finished. That is, the dominion of sin over you is finished. Sin is not supposed to rule over you and rule over me. No. The, you know, the rule and the dominion of Satan over you in all his manifestations and schemes and setups is finished. It is not supposed to be. And God wants you and I to awake to this particular truth. That you and me as a Christian or as a believer in the Lord Jesus, we cannot say that we are still under the dominion of sin or Satan. That's what the Lord is trying to tell you and I. He says there, it is finished, my child. It is finished. You are not to live under this particular dominion again. You are not to live under the sway of sin. You are not to live under the sway of the evil one. All for the glory of my, of my name. 
He's, he's, he's looking at us. And he's waiting on something that, you know, he indicates that, you know, one, you know, you are there before, but no longer are you there anymore. He's saying you are no longer under the dominion of Satan. You are not under the dominion of sin. Don't live as one who is under that particular dominion. Let your light shine. Let it be shown that truly the Lord has paid in full what it is that he came to pay for. There is a mystery. There is a secret. There is a power in that statement. It is finished. And I want you to start crying unto God right now, even as we share this with this word. Father, reveal to me your word. What did you mean? It is finished. Concerning me, Father, let me hear it again. It is finished. Whatever it is, Lord, that Jesus, you came to accomplish, I want it to be fully revealed and manifested in my life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to grasp this because that's what the Lord is wanting us to do. Grasp this particular message. That statement, it is finished. And look at your life and start speaking in each and every particular area of your life. That says the Lord, it is finished. That says the Lord, it is finished. Prophesy to yourself that particular scripture. He said it, you can say it because it lives on the inside of you. There are many negative and contrary situations and circumstances in your life and in my life and in our families and wherever it is that we are. But God is saying, look and discover the mystery, the secret that is hidden in that one statement that I said on Calvary. I was not saying it for fun. I was not saying for the sake of saying it. I was saying because there is power packed in that one statement, those three words. It is finished. Arise and pick it up, my son and my daughter. Run with it. Because it's going to change your life. It's going to change your family. It's going to change your mindset. It's going to change your thinking. It's going to change everything that you lay your hands on to do. It is finished. All for the glory of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. He wants you to grasp it. Understand it. Hold on to it. It is finished. I'm no longer a slave of sin. I'm no longer a slave of the evil one. Anything that has been having dominance over you, be it sin, be it sickness, be it poverty, be it hardship, he says it is broken. It is finished. Whatever it is, Whatever kind of weaknesses that we may be having in our lives. It may be avarice. Might it be anger or malice or immorality. Whatever it is that may be oppressing our soul. Whatever the enemy is using to draw us away towards hell. Because he wants to destroy us. Whatever is not allowing the glory of God to be made manifest in your life and in my life. He's saying it is finished. It is broken. But you must take it up. Take that particular word and run in with it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May we get this particular revelation of Jesus. Because as we get this particular revelation of Jesus, captives will be set free 
for the glory of God. You know, captives will be loose from the particular captivity that the enemy has been holding them. The blessings will be released to people all for the glory of God. Souls are going to be loose from the chains of sin into eternal life because it is finished. And you are the one who is to proclaim and send it forth. It is finished. Make it part of your prayer point, of your prayer cry, that every moment you go before him, Father, it is finished. I speak the words of my Lord. It is finished. Lord, whatever it is, it means it is finished. I look over my situation and I speak over it over and over. Jesus says it is finished. And I will not give up until I see it is finished in the name of Jesus for the glory of God in the highest. God is calling you and I to stand now as witnesses of it is finished. Are you a witness of that particular word that the Lord has said? It is not a religion. It is not a denomination that we are, uh, we are proclaiming in this place. We are proclaiming, we are witnesses of it is finished. It is what gives hope to mankind and gives hope to any man or any woman, whithersoever he or she may be. It is finished. It is the true and real revelation of Jesus Christ. If you want to know who Jesus is, seek to understand it is finished. When he rose from the dead and he went up, it is finished. Praise God. Whatever it is that has been coined up by the kingdom of darkness, the greatest thing that darkness had to be able to enact on earth was death. And it still is death up to now. But he said, even before he went to the grave, it is finished. At the time when he was dying there on the Calvary, he says, it is finished. He speaks in the, death, in the face of death. Darkness, total darkness coming before him. He still speaks to it and says, oh, it is finished. And that's what the Lord wants you to speak to whatever it is that is coming against you. He says when the enemy comes in like a flood, you know, the spirit of the Lord will raise the standard against him. The raising of the standard of the spirit of the Lord is coined in these particular words. It is finished. Speak to your depression. Speak to your mental downs and highs. Speak to your brokenness of heart. Speak to the brokenness of relationship. Speak to whatever it is, hardness of storms that are coming your way or coming my way. And stand firm on that particular part declaring, I will not go anywhere because it is finished. In the name of Jesus Christ, for the glory of God in the highest. Why? Because it says, you are complete in him. Amen. Amen. There is nothing for, more for you or I that we can add to on what he has already accomplished. Anything you can achieve outside of the spirit of grace will bring you into disgrace. I repeat again. Anything that you can accomplish or anything 
that you achieve without the spirit of grace will end you in disgrace. It does not matter how religious or how pious it might appear, whatever work it is that you may be accomplishing, it will be, it will bring you to disgrace. He finished everything. Anything outside of that statement that he said there, that it is finished, it means it is outside the cross of Jesus Christ. It will land you into doom. Remember, our righteous acts are as filthy rags before him. Pride and religious spirits, they entice us, you know, so that we may be able to boast, to do this and that, that we may be able to boast. And, you know, at the end of it, it will end up in disgrace because he says it's not by might, not by, by power. It's not by what you do or what I do or what I achieve. It is what he has done. It is finished in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let no one deceive you that you can achieve anything outside of the cross. Listen, Jesus does not want to share your life with you. I'll repeat that again. Jesus does not want to share your life with you. That he has that part and you have that part. No. Jesus wants to own your life. That's why he said it is finished. It is no longer you who is to live for yourself. You are to live for me. Jesus is saying, he finished everything. He accomplished all things so that you and I may be within him. Listen what he says in, 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 um, in John chapter 6, verse 27 to 29. This is a place where they came after he had fed thousands. And they come to him and he says, tells them, Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set his seal on him. Do not labor for that which perishes. He says, labor for that which endures to eternal life. Now in verse 28, he says, then they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? He goes on in verse 29, he says, Jesus answered and said to them, this is the work of God. That you believe in him whom he sent. Why? Because in him it is finished. Put your whole trust in him. It is finished. All our dependency is on the cross of Jesus Christ. Not anywhere else, my brother or my sister. Don't try to hang on any method anywhere else outside the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. Run from anything or from anybody that does not point you to Jesus or does not point you to the cross of Jesus or, but points you to anything else in the world. Run away from that man or that woman. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 2 Paul says, For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. He didn't come with any coated things around the message he came to give. He only came to tell them, it is finished. Jesus has said, put your faith and your trust in him and you will walk in the victory that he has ordained.
Are you struggling with sin? Are you weak in any particular area of your life? Are you tormented by anything? The Lord is calling you believe in the cross of Jesus. The finished work of Jesus. Put your faith in it. Do not wallow in sin. As if there is no way out. Do not, you know, do not settle in your worldly lifestyle. Assuming that God understands. He paid a heavy price for you to be free. Sin is a no-go area for you and for me. God does not understand sin. It is one thing that this generation is getting used to. That is as if God is a sissy father. He will pamper us even in our sin. That is not true. God does not understand sin. That's why Jesus had to suffer the way he suffered. He suffered for why? Because God hates sin and he will punish sin. His justice demands that sin be, be punished. And that's why he's calling on you and I. Embrace the cross. For therein is your victory. Therein is your escape. As we draw to a close, he says in Romans chapter 6, verse 22, verse 23. But now, having been set free from sin, having been set free from sin, and having become slaves or servants of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. Having been set free from sin, you become servants of God. You have now the fruit of holiness coming out of your life. And the end, there is everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. If we are not yet free from sin, and we are claiming to be children of God, the truth is we are deceiving ourselves. Because our Father is not a father of sin. He's a father of holiness. Sin is a separation from God. Sin is looking away from the cross of Jesus. Every time I fall in sin or you fall in sin, it's every time we look away from the cross, we look into the abyss. And my brother and my sister, look again at the cross and remember it is finished. The dominance of darkness over you is over. That's why he says, accept what the sacrifice he has made, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. It is finished. Why is it finished? So that you may be forgiven and you may find healing. Why is it finished? So that your curse, whatever the curse is, be broken. And in the name of Jesus, you may enter into the blessing of God. Why is it finished? So that you may be forgiven and you may be delivered because it is finished. It is finished in anything. It means what you have lost will be restored because it is finished. Sin is forgiven and restoration is brought forth because it is finished. And finally says that, you know, the essence is that there is no problem that cannot be sorted. In it is finished because 
all problems, every kind of problem, spiritual, physical, material, it is finding its solution in that one statement. It is finished. A new day dawns on you and on me because it is finished. Father, we give you glory and we give you honor and we give you praise. I want each one of us just bow down your head and speak to the Lord in the depths of your heart. Whatever situation you may be having or you've been experiencing, just place it before the Father and speak over it. You have it in my life. You addiction. You bitterness. You unforgiveness. You lust. You weakness in one way or another. Hear the word of the Lord. It is finished. I believe what the Lord has done for me. It is finished. If you're living in a place that you know is not right, cry out unto the Lord and tell the Lord, thank you that it is finished. You are bringing me out of this particular place and this lifestyle in the name of Jesus for the glory of God in the highest. Father, I pray for the revelation of it is finished because you are resurrected. Dear Lord, you watch over your word to perform it. And today I ask that Lord perform this word. It is finished in the lives of each man and each woman, each child, here and online on Zoom, in the name of Jesus, in every family that is represented here. Lord, watch over this word. It is finished. Perform it for your sons and your daughters, for the families of your children. It is finished. Let them arise to walk in victory because it is finished in the name of Jesus Christ.